Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Reshape Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Morgan Nolte, and each week on this podcast, I share the knowledge, tips, and strategies that you need to get healthy, lose weight, and prevent disease. If you are listening to this right now and have not subscribed to this podcast yet, please do that right now. And if you're feeling extra nice, leave a review. Those subscriptions and reviews help this podcast get seen by and in turn help as many people as possible. In this YouTube video, you will get a carb 101 overview to understand a little bit more about the three main types of carbs. And those are starch, sugar, and fiber. I'll give you three reasons I think it's important to track your food when you're losing weight and especially in that initial weight maintenance phase. And lastly, I'll review seven low-carb, high-fiber fruits that are excellent for your health and waistline. Let's get started. Unfortunately, Weight Watchers has led many adults to believe that fruit is free. I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but fruit is certainly not free. There can be a lot of sugar in fruit, and if you are eating too much of it and not getting enough of the right nutrients, you are going to be slowing your weight loss and potentially undernourishing your body. Are you on a low carb diet and scared to eat fruit because it has too many carbs? Are you wondering what fruits can you eat on a low carb diet and still lose weight? Keep watching and you will learn two foundational pieces of information to help you make better decisions about the fruit you eat, plus the top seven fruits I recommend to my clients and course members to eat when they're losing weight and to maintain their weight loss. I'll also answer the question if other fruits that I don't mention in this video today are bad for weight loss. If you like this video and want to see more like it, please be sure you give it a thumbs up, share it with your friends, subscribe to my channel, and turn that bell on to get notified every time I post a new video. Before I get into the specific low-carb fruits, I wanted to explain how I determined which fruits are best for weight loss so that you can apply the same reasoning to any fruit. Let's start with a bird's eye review about carbohydrates. There are three main types of carbs, starch, sugar, and fiber. I'll link to a video in the description that I did that covers these in more depth. When you are making decisions about what fruit is best to eat for weight loss, you need to look at how much fiber is in the fruit. The higher the fiber, the better. That's because fiber is protective against raising your blood sugar and insulin levels. And remember, it's too much insulin, not just too many calories that makes you gain weight. The main sugar in fruit is fructose. Health experts used to believe that fruit was harmless because fructose didn't raise blood sugar right away, but it still does raise your insulin levels. I do think it's important to track your food when you're losing weight. I like using the Carb Manager application because it's easy to use and gives nice visual graphics for the macronutrient breakdown of each food item. While Carb Manager is marketed as a keto app, you can use it with any type of diet or lifestyle. And by the way, there are other macro tracking apps out there. I just picked Carb Manager and stuck with it. If they are open to learning how to use the app, I highly encourage my clients and course members to track their food using this carb manager for three reasons. The first is education. 
When you enter your food on this app, you get immediate feedback about how many grams of carbs, protein, and fat are in each food. I don't care so much about calories or fat grams as long as you're eating enough, but I do like to see my clients reach a minimum, minimum amount of fiber and protein every day. Getting this type of data really helps them understand how the food that they eat affects their insulin levels and their feeling of fullness throughout the day. The second is accountability. Research has shown that tracking your food improves adherence to any diet plan. Ultimately, clients have to learn how to be accountable to themselves if they wanna see that long-term success. And the third is troubleshooting. In Carb Manager, we can become friends so that I can see what they're eating and give better feedback to help them prioritize their focus on what's going to make the biggest difference in their weight loss and their health. I'll be showing you a screenshot of each of the fruits as we go along here so that you can see what it looks like in Carb Manager and how much fiber's in them. So here are some concrete examples of high fiber fruit that you can enjoy when losing weight and they're gonna help you keep you regular. Avocado. Avocados are a superfood. One client I had went through a diabetes prevention program and was told not to eat avocados because they were high in fat and calories. And I told her that was absolute nonsense because the fat in avocados is a healthy type of fat, an anti-inflammatory type of fat, and they're loaded with fiber and other nutrients. Look at the screenshot of the nutritional value in half an avocado. It has six grams of total carbs and five grams of fiber. To get the net carbs, you take the total carbs minus the fiber. So half an avocado has just one net carb. It also has 10 grams of healthy fat. Fat and fiber have a much lower insulin response compared to starch and sugar, and even protein. So avocados are one of the best foods to eat to lose weight. If you loved that screenshot and hearing how I reason through determining which foods are good for you, please leave a yes in the comments below. The second is raspberries. All berries are going to be better than most other sweet fruits. Check out this screenshot of one cup of fresh raspberries. It has 15 grams of total carbs minus eight grams of fiber, so seven grams of net carbs. Blackberries are similar to raspberries. One cup has 14 grams of total carbs minus eight grams of fiber, so six grams of net carbs. And one cup of strawberries has 12 grams of total carbs minus three grams of fiber, so eight grams of net carbs. The next is olives. You may have forgotten that olives are a fruit. Like avocados, they're high in healthy fat and low in carbs. Three quarters of a cup of black olives has eight grams of total carbs minus four grams of fiber, so four grams of net carbs. Next up is tomato. One cup of tomato has seven grams of total carbs and two grams of fiber, so just five grams of net carbs. And the last fruit I'm talking about is a pear. We're starting to get into the higher sugar fruits, talking about pears, but one medium pear has 27 grams of total carbs minus six grams of fiber, so 18 grams of net carbs. There isn't a golden standard of the number of net carbs for a low carb diet. A traditional keto diet will have about 20 grams of net carbs a day. So even on keto, you can still enjoy most of these fruits, at least in moderation, to get some fiber. I know some of the fruit on this list may not be what you consider a fruit, but they are. That's why I love forgetting about food groups and just focusing on carbs, protein, and fats from mostly whole, real, unprocessed food. It's a ton easier and way more straightforward 
to lose weight than trying to keep track of several different food groups with various nutrients. It can be really easy to think you are eating healthy because you are eating a ton of fruit, when in reality, you may just be eating a ton of sugar. I wanted to next answer the question, are other fruits bad for me? Let's keep things in perspective here. It really depends on your goals. Fruits don't have a food label. They are a single whole ingredient food. There are much worse options. I recommend biasing your fruit intake towards those that I did mention in this video, especially the avocado, olives, and berries, and enjoying other higher sugar fruits on occasion and in smaller portions. If you really want to get into ketosis, many fruits, even a pear, may have too many carbs to help you reach that metabolic goal. That's why I recommend the keto diet as a reset tool or a tool to break past a plateau, but not a lifestyle. I just don't think it has enough food variety to be sustained over the long haul for most people. For some people, it works great, but most of the clients I work with want to have a little bit more moderation and flexibility in their lifestyle. All right, so tell me in the comments below, what was your single greatest insight from this video? Don't forget to check out the resources and other videos that I linked to in the description. And if you like this video, please engage with it. Hit that like button, share it with your friends, and be sure to subscribe to this channel and turn the bell on to get notified every time I post a new video. Thank you for watching and I will see you in the next video. To view this video and check out all of my free weight loss resources, go to reshapept.com forward slash blog forward slash 22, the number 22, where you can see all of the show notes for today's episode. Next week is a good one. I'm answering a very popular question I get a lot. I'll talk about the best artificial sweeteners for weight loss and how to know if a food has artificial sweeteners in it so that you can make better, more informed choices at the grocery store. Thanks for listening to today's podcast episode. I'll talk with you at the same time, same place next week. Bye for now.